You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 62. Do you feel overwhelmed with all the hats that you need to wear as a business owner? From creating to shipping, and let's not forget the marketing. What if I told you that today's guest has developed a way of cutting down your social media marketing to just minutes a day and makes posting effective and possible for you daily? I know it sounds way too good to be true, but sit back and listen as David explains his solution to the social media marketing dilemma. David also has a special offer for you, the listener, so be sure to listen until the end. Hi, David. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's an honor, Maria. I appreciate it. Well, I'd like to start by asking about your business, Rise Up Creatives, and how you found yourself helping women on their business journey. Well, first of all, Rise Up Creatives is a membership resource that we provide both images and customizable captions and graphic design templates every month to really empower small business owners to stand out and save time on social media. So many small business owners, whether they're coaches or makers or consultants or photographers, whatever it is, it can feel like man, I'm not sure I really got into this business to spend all my time on social media. I got into this to serve people and help people with my craft or whatever it is that I offer. And so what we want to do is uh, provide a resource that helps you continue to create uh, or provide beautiful imagery, but also at the same time, save you a lot of time. And the reason why we created this resource is, you know, my story is is a little bit windy, but I actually went to college and seminary to become a pastor, and I was a pastor for over 10 years. And unfortunately, I found myself trying to fill a hole of not enoughness inside of me by growing a church bigger and bigger. And as a church planter or someone who's starting churches, it's a very entrepreneurial endeavor. You start with just a few people and you you know grow it. And so the last church that I started after five years, we went from a dozen people to about 750 and we had three different locations and about a dozen staff. And I was really um, burned out and I hit rock bottom about 13 years ago and decided to transition out of ministry because I found that it just wasn't a healthy atmosphere for me personally. So I started a marketing business and began to help small businesses and have done that over the last 12 or so years. I also wanted to continue to make a difference in the world. So I kind of fell into filmmaking and produced and directed four feature films on social justice issues, one on orphans in India, one on sex trafficking in the United States, another one on kind of a cult church group. And then around late 2018, I told my wife, I really would like to be making a difference on more of a day-to-day basis rather than a year-to-year basis because the films take so long to produce and get out there. And I started talking to her about what would it look like to take my entrepreneurial background, whether it was in church planting or marketing or movies. I had also opened up a furniture store and created a line of plush toys that we manufactured in China. So I had all these entrepreneurial experience. What would it look like to do coaching, consulting, and even podcasting? And of course, the conversation comes up, as you know, Maria, is like, well, who's it for? right? Who is this podcast for? And so, you know, we looked back over the 25 years of me being involved in ministry and marketing and movies and said, really, the group of people that I've most connected with and resonated with over that 25 years has been women. 
and specifically kind of in the 30 to 50 year old range. And, you know, it's a little weird for a guy to focus in on that area, but my wife was, you know, very supportive. And so in early 2019, I started Inspiration Rising, a podcast specifically featuring female entrepreneurs and leaders. We've had 185 plus episodes and I started Rise Up Business Academy to help people start their business and grow it. And then through that experience, found that so many entrepreneurs and small business owners just getting started felt so overwhelmed by social media. What do I post? How do I create it? All of that. And that's why our team has created Rise Up Creatives as a way to, as I mentioned, stand out and save time. It's a great business. I feel like the hardest part is when you do have to post on social media. Like I am a creator, so I make a piece of jewelry and then I'll post it onto my website. But Oftentimes, if you don't go and promote it a little bit, it just goes to die there. So the idea of being able to have content that is created or even just a starting point for that piece that you just made makes it so much easier. And I think I watched your video on your site about 10 times and I feel like it was number one, the perfect solution for those days where you're stuck and you don't know what to post and also a huge time saver. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and not knowing what to post, oftentimes we end up posting something about our product or service. We kind of opt for that because it's like, well, if I don't know what to post, at least I'll just, you know, kind of promote my business or my brand. And if we continue to do that over and over again, it, it oftentimes doesn't create a sense of relationship with our followers. As you know, you know, these three kind of buzzwords that we all throw around is this desire for people to know, like, and trust us. And if people, if we can create that sense of know, like, and trust, then people will be more likely to want to invest in whatever it is that we're providing. The challenge is, well, how do you, how do you, you cultivate that know, like, and trust? And with Rise Up Creatives, we create all of our captions and teach people how to write captions in seven distinct categories. And these seven categories we feel like are really a, a holistic approach to cultivating know, like, and trust. The first one is called my life. So people want to know a little bit about you, Maria, right? They want to know a little bit behind the scenes of who is Maria when she's not creating jewelry. Like, does she have kids? Does she have dogs? Does she go on vacation? And whenever I follow somebody, my guess is you've had this experience as well you see them promoting or talking about their business. And then all of a sudden they post that kind of the life type image <clears throat> and my heart gets warm. Like, oh my gosh, I get to know them a little bit more, you know, like, oh, there's their dog or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that's the first category. The second is my why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Because when you share that, I feel like I can almost champion you. I can get behind you. I can get on board with your story because I, it pulls me in. The third is behind the scenes. How do you make your jewelry? How do you make whatever product you have? I want to see that process, you know, a little bit. Show me, show me your workspace, even if it's messy. Like that takes me there and I feel more connected to you. The fourth is inspirational. Everybody loves to be inspired, whether it's a quote or a fun story or something. The fifth category is life and business learnings. And so rather than us presenting ourselves as perfect and having it all together, when we share some sort of life or business learning, not only are we allowing our followers to learn alongside us, but they trust us more because we're expressing our authenticity. And then the sixth category is product or service. That's plain and simple. Like what is it that you are offering? And then the seventh is benefits to you. 
What are the benefits to your followers of your product or service? And how do you communicate how their life will be different or transformed? What's that result that you're selling? So those seven categories, my life, my why, behind the scenes, inspirational life and business learnings, product, service, and then benefits to you, we found is a very holistic approach to cultivating that relationship, that that know, like, and trust. Yeah. I think when it's done well, too, you don't even notice it. And, and I know I have done what you said. I scroll through someone's page. And the images I tend to stop at are the ones that are of that person. So yeah. I think I want to know more about the person that I'm buying from. And, you know, sometimes when you maybe give a gift and it's nice to be able to say, oh, I read the story. It was so funny on their website or on their, you know, Instagram page or whatever. So I feel like it's all something that we're familiar with on the consumer end, but as producers, sometimes it feels like there's so many things that you should post about. You don't know what to post. And then it becomes so overwhelming that you decide, you know, maybe I just won't post today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and a lot of the women that I work with feel overwhelmed by having their face shown or having them be the center of attention. They're like, oh, I didn't get into this for me to be kind of, I don't want to be like all those people that are just showing off their whole life. And then I have to, you know, work with them and go, no, that's actually, it's not about showing off your life. It's really about serving your ideal client. And you have the opportunity to let them into your life just a little bit so that they feel connected to you in the same way that if you were at a maker's market, right? You would have someone walk up to your booth and you would chat for a minute. Maybe you would comment on their blouse or their shoes. And then you would get into a conversation about, oh, where do you live? Your kids go here. Oh, my kids do this. It's the same thing on social media, but it does feel a little awkward because it's a one-sided, it can kind of feel one-sided, but you're beginning the conversation by sharing those things. The goal is then to invite people in the comments to engage back with you. But it's very similar to, you know, having somebody walk up to your booth and you're just chatting with them. And on that note, with the engagement part, isn't that also another thing people get hung up on is asking that question? I know in the beginning it'll be difficult and it'll feel like nobody's going to answer and maybe nobody will. But the idea is to get into the practice, I think, of asking for engagement. But I feel like that's another thing that is very easy to get hung up on. Yes, absolutely. We help people and all of our captions are written in a certain formula. We call it the triple S captivating caption formula. And essentially it's stop the scroll, serve with insights, and then spark a conversation. So the first is you you do have to stop the scroll because people are scrolling by just like you said. And first of all, that comes with the image, but also the first few lines of that caption. How can you get those first few lines to, to pop? You know, whether it's a bold statement, a question, it's tapping into the, your followers' pain point or problem or desire, and then serving them. There's some sort of middle section of that caption. It could be one to one sentence to two paragraphs that's talking about either something that's informing them, educating them, transforming them, or entertaining them. You've got to keep them reading. And then the last part is to spark the conversation. You know, I believe we should never post a caption on social media that does not call for some sort of action. Now, the easy action is click here, you know, or link here, look at the link in my bio to look at this product or something. But the more relational building can be DM me your thoughts on this. Drop an emoji if you love this, you know, image. 
um, drop your favorite emoji. It could be a simple yes, no answer, or it could be a either or answer. It could be a tell me more answer. Tell me your perspective on this. Anything to just get people to respond that can begin the conversation and begin the, well, it, it begins also your increased power in the algorithm because once somebody starts engaging with your post, more, more of your followers will be shown it. But also you have the opportunity to respond to that person and even DM that person to build a relationship. But I think inviting somebody to send you a message directly almost seems like if they're willing to go that you know, that big, I almost feel like they're probably not going to skip the next time you post or they might engage with the actual Correct. post the next time. So I think just inviting people to leave a comment, although it's difficult, you know, really does pay off. Yeah. And, and you know what, if nobody comments, I know that can be like the worst feeling like, oh, I did this and I put all the effort into this image and the caption and nobody commented. It's okay. It's okay. Nobody's judging you about right. that. Right. Just, and oftentimes people don't feel comfortable maybe commenting the first time, but when they see it several times, they're like, oh yeah, okay. I'm feeling more comfortable connecting with Maria. I'm going to leave that comment. I'm going to drop that emoji. That's why it's best if you can intersperse simple ways to respond with a caption. You know, we don't want to go tell me about your very first bracelet and how it transformed your life. You know, right. <laughs> nobody's going to do much, right? Too much. But just a simple drop your favorite emoji if you love this bracelet. Tag a friend who you think would love this bracelet. I'm obviously, I'm using you as an example. Yeah. Um, but anything that's simple, very easy action. Um, right. get people connected. And I think it's easier to post if you're following a guide than it is to come up with your own content. Like in other words, if someone says to me every Monday, you're going to post about this in particular, or every seventh day, you're going to post about yourself. It almost feels like I'm following instructions as opposed to me feeling like I'm showing off or, or posting too much about myself. So I love that you have a guide for somebody to follow. So it takes that, not only the homework out of it, but if you're an introvert, it helps to not feel like you're bragging about yourself or about your products. Right, right. And and it's just statistically proven that people are more likely to engage with a post if it has your face or someone else's face on it. There's something about people's faces that mm -hmm. draws us in. And although the images we provide, we don't put faces on it because we feel like that actually could be difficult for people to use those types of images. We tend to use, you know, lower portions of like people's hands working on something or creating something, or it's more of a lifestyle image of either a desktop or something in our, you know, culture that's just attractive. But we always give people ideas that if you don't particularly care for this image, if it's not resonating with your brand, here are ideas of how you could capture a picture of yourself or something in your work environment to go along with the caption. That's great. So I was going to mention that sometimes as a consumer too of content, I don't always post on every single thing that I see. I don't always comment, I should say. So it I think we have to remember that sometimes the behaviors that we find okay for us to do are okay for others to do. Like you said, it takes a little time to for people to warm up to you and to feel comfortable with the posting and the commenting. Yes. It's so funny you say that because I'm not a big commenter on Instagram, maybe a little more on Facebook because it may be more on my laptop, but 
Yeah, I'm actually a liberal liker. (laughs) (laughs) When I first started on Instagram, you know, how many ever years ago, I don't know how many years it's been, eight, 10 years ago. I, first of all, was very stingy liker. I was like, well, I it, almost like I had a limited number of likes. And now <laughs> I just like everything. If I'm scrolling through, I literally like it all, unless it's something that I feel like would not represent me well. Like, yes. frankly, Maria, I don't like women in bikinis because I, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> you know, I don't want somebody looking at my like history and seeing that, you know, it's right. Of course, me, that's just being, being playful, but I do like the. <laughs> I do like pretty much everything else, you know, unless it doesn't represent me because one, it, it, it's encouraging for that other person to know that right. somebody's looking at that and does like it. And I want them to learn about me too. So if I'm following them, they see my name pop up and they're more likely to engage with me. Well, how many times do you feel that we should be posting to social media? Like, at, you know, either on Facebook, Instagram, just how many times should we be posting to our social media pages? Generally, the rule of thumb is, that the algorithm can't push out what you don't give it. So if you don't post, there is not a chance of the algorithm pushing something out to your followers. It's not like it goes, wow, you know what would be great that Maria would love? I bet she would love this image and writes a caption for you. And, you know, no, you have to produce, you have to create something for the algorithm to push out there. And so uh, for most of us posting once a day, is a a great goal once a day. And some people only post, you know, Monday through Friday because Saturday and Sunday people are perhaps out, you know, doing their thing. But oftentimes makers are at makers markets. I know on Saturday and Sunday. And so that can be a big day posting stories of behind the scenes. But generally once a day when it comes to your feed, when it comes to stories, you know, the statistics that I'm seeing are that you should be posting 10 to 20 times a day in order for the algorithm to really be able to push your work out there. I personally find that ridiculous. I That's am, a lot. It's, it's a lot, yeah. And if you want to spend that time doing that and you know having that impact, I'm going to say go for it. A lot of the people that we work with, though, Maria, are newer business owners. And so for me to get people to post once a day and engage for a few minutes... I feel like that's a win. Yes. Well, I noticed that on the video, when you get to the part where you're explaining how you can post to several platforms, I know that's one thing I used to get hung up on was I thought, well, if I'm posting on Instagram, everybody on Facebook, if my account's tied to that, they're going to be overwhelmed by seeing my posts again. But then I noticed that everyone was saying very little of your content is being seen. So it's not like every single person that's on your Instagram page and on your Facebook page is guaranteed to see the same thing. So can you explain a little bit about that? And also, is there a certain scheduling platform that you think works best? So with Rise Up Creatives, we have a partnership with Buffer. And so when you create an image in our graphic design studio, you can schedule it right through Buffer. You also can post directly through Facebook and soon you'll be able to post directly to Instagram. But I will tell you, even though that's the relationship that we have through our platform, I personally use Hootsuite. I love the power of Hootsuite and uh, have found it to be very helpful. In terms of posting to different platforms at different times, there are a lot of different strategies out there. I am less concerned, well, I should just say I'm not concerned with bombarding people with content because the likelihood of them 
uh, seeing that is pretty slim. Now, if they're following me on Instagram and then they bounce over to Facebook, I have no problem with them seeing the same content. I want them to see it. I want them to feel like, wow, he's everywhere. He's, he's, he's making it happen. Like this is like, he's really got something going on in his business. So I am not concerned about that. Others in social media are, and they stagger their posts. So some people have a strategy of, if I post one thing on Instagram one day, I'll wait. It's like you choose your anchor social media profile. So let's just say, well, I'm most emphasizing Instagram. So some people, I don't do this, but some people find it to be helpful. You post on Instagram, let's just say on a Monday, and then a week later, you post that same post on Facebook and LinkedIn and so forth and stagger it because there is a belief that if somebody's hopping between platforms, Instagram and Facebook, they may see them see the same post. Maria, I am not concerned about that. The likelihood yes. of them see it is, is low. And if they see it, I actually am happy because they're seeing more of me. It's being repetitive. They feel like, wow, this is, this is a growing business. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, sorry to interrupt, but as a consumer of content, I do notice sometimes some of the people that I follow, I notice that they post similarly on Instagram and Facebook, and I never feel overwhelmed by it. I never think, oh my goodness, you know, they're all over the place in a negative way. I always look at it like you're saying as a positive thing, like, wow, they're really excited about the message or whatever it is that they're selling. I don't see it as anything negative, but it's funny in the reverse that almost feels like I need permission to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I've had a client recently, she was talking about another client of mine and they're happen to be friends and they're one-on-one consulting clients. And she said, well, so-and-so, you know, I just feel like I'm being bombarded. I see her posts every day and it's just like, which is too much. And I said, well, the reason why you see your friends post every day is because you like them and comment on every post. And so yes. whatever whatever post you're engaging with, you will see more of it. And so I'll have mm-hmm. some people go, it just feels like, you know, everything online is about marketing and sales. And I go, well, the reason why is because that's who you're liking. That's who you're engaging with. And so the algorithm is going to show you more of that. If you were looking at all maker products, maker, you know, consultants that are focused on makers or something, you like it, you're going to see more of it. So I have to remind people that you are in control of what you see. If you don't want to see more of it, don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, can you give us a little rundown of the, the way the platform works and the cost? I think I saw that you offer a monthly plan and then a yearly plan. Absolutely. Yeah. So every month we provide 31 lifestyle images that are beautiful, engaging images. And sometimes there will be holiday oriented image that's thrown into those 31 as well. And I should say they're really more like image themes because say for the month of April, 2021, we have, you know, like a happy Easter on one of those letter boards. And we actually provide three different angles of that letter board. So it's not just one, you've got a vertical, horizontal, and a square to be able to choose from and 31 accompanying customizable captions. So for every image theme, there's a customizable caption that you can literally just click copy and then paste it right into a posting you know, scheduler. And then you can utilize the caption as is and fill in the blanks, kind of like old school Mad Libs. Or you can take it as just an idea 
Uh, you can do anything you want. There's no credit needs to be given. You can modify the images however you desire. Also, we have a graphic design studio with hundreds of templates that are drag and drop, very similar to Canva, but we have been told that it's even a little simpler than Canva, a little easier to use. And we have uh, customizable uh, templates that are for social media images, podcast images, lead magnets, workbooks, sale images for physical products, and just hundreds of those templates. And those are coming out each week. So it's only for access to all of that. Plus we do monthly training. It's only $25 a month. And we um, also have a, an annual plan that's $250. But what we just feel like $25 is a is a very affordable price for people on a global level. We would really love for our product to be more of an international resource for people. And, and I would love to even give people a seven-day free trial. It's not something we have on our website, but when I'm on podcast, I'd be happy to offer that as well. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, I do have a couple of questions that I, I think the listener might have as well. In regards to a small business owner using the images that you provide, what's your opinion on running the risk of having too many people using the same image? We give all the images at the same time at the beginning of the month. So it's 31 image themes. So okay. And each image theme has multiple angles of whatever that image is. If it's a, a woman holding a coffee cup or something, we provide multiple different uh, images. So the number of people who are online, I just pulled up a, a statistic here right now. It says, as of January 2021, there are 4.66 billion active internet users worldwide. 4.6 billion. Wow. So. <laughs> We really, although people bring up this concern, like, oh, are people going to be using the same caption or the same image? The likelihood of that is so slim that somebody's going to see both of those because of the number of users online. You have total control of the image. You can crop it. You can modify it. You can put words on it. You can recolor it. You can put, you know, anything you want to do with it. It's up to you. And same thing with the caption. You can take it as an idea or post it as is. So we just don't find that this is a, a big concern because mm -hmm. of how many people are online. For sure. And I feel like having the liberty to add a caption to it, or sometimes you just need it for inspiration. You know, if you see an image and you think, oh, geez, I could you know, also post a picture. I think sometimes you just need the idea really, but to have the ability to, on those days when you're kind of at a loss, to have the ability to just go and grab an image and a caption and tailor it to your business just seems like the biggest gift. And you have access to the two months previous images and captions. So other services similar to ours, they charge you for the previous months when you enroll. And so we okay. provide the previous two months to have full access to those images and captions. I should also say that in our graphic design studio, when you're creating images from a template, or you can create it from scratch, of course, we have a partnership with Unsplash. And so you have access to over 2 million photos that you can pull into your graphic design platform. Well, I'm amazed that you can edit images directly on your platform. I think that's yeah. a really big benefit instead of having to copy and paste and drag and drop and trying to grab images from all sorts of resources into one space where you're editing. I love that this is both your content creator and editor at the same time. That is that is what we were so excited about being able to provide because we see places like Canva or Adobe Spark who are, you know, do a great job in that. 
oftentimes you do have to wade through quite a few templates that don't kind of resonate with you. Mm-hmm. And we have really focused on Rise Up Creatives being more of a feminine feel in terms of the you know templates that we create as well as the images. And then there are other resources out there that provide you with images or ca- customizable captions, but you don't have the ability to edit them or create some sort of lead magnet from it or a media kit. And we love to be able to bring all of that in one place. I think you thought of everything. <laughs> and can you add images? Like if you have, say, like a logo or if you have an image that you maybe took over the weekend and you thought, oh, this would be perfect with Monday's caption. Are you able to add your own images to the platform? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can drag and drop your own images into the uh, graphic design studio or you could, yeah, you can upload just the image itself in the graphic design studio and then export that directly to Buffer. Oftentimes people would, maybe if they had their own image, they would post it directly to Instagram and then just grab one of our captions. Uh, But if they wanted to add text to it, our graphic design studio has the ability to not only use the templates, but really you can start from scratch and create anything for both digital and print purposes, any size, any shape, you can create stickers based on shapes. Of course, you would then download that file or you could email the file directly to your printer through our platform. Wow. That makes it so simple. Can you also tell me, like if just say somebody's just going to go ahead and use all of the images that you are providing, do they coincide with each other in terms of aesthetic? Like, will it all be a similar look or is there several to pick from so that say if I have a very white theme or pink theme that, you know, everything would kind of match that theme? That is a great question. And something that we've kind of shifted after our second month, as I mentioned, we're just, we're brand new. And so we're releasing our second line of lifestyle images and they do have a bit more of a lighter color to them. Some have some, a little darker emphasis, but because of the popularity of a light feel, we have created most of our lifestyle images beginning uh, this month to have more of that feel to them. And, And so because that's so popular, we find that many of our female customers find that to be most attractive rather than a darker feel. Of course, you can take the image and modify it, you know, to make mm-hmm. it look darker if you choose. Okay. Well, and I think the the nice thing too is to throw in, you know, just a little bit of lightness into a certain, the grid so that you have a little bit of difference between one post and the next. So I like that you can change it up within the platform. I think that's a really great benefit. I would love to know more about the Facebook community and the value that that provides to a small business owner. I've noticed that a lot of the Facebook groups just turn into self-promotion pages, but I love that it sounds like your community is more about helping each other out. Absolutely. That is our goal is to create a community of people that really know each other now, as the resource grows and as the Facebook community grows, that becomes you know more challenging. But I know that as a solopreneur, as you know a maker, oftentimes you're you're creating these resources and you're almost you're doing everything yourself, from marketing to going to you know shows, and it can feel a bit overwhelming. You get to know people at shows, which is great in your local area. But I'd love to help you get to know other business owners, even outside of the maker space, so that you're able to learn from things that they're going through, right? So that's the desire of the Facebook group is to be able to connect business owner to business owner. We also provide uh, training once a month 
for social media planning. So we, at the end of every month, a week before the start of the next month, we spend an hour online helping one another create our social media for the next 31 days. And so we actually spend time on Zoom with one another, making sure, okay, what? here's the first step. Here's the next step. What are you doing here? Here's an idea. And my goal is after that hour, people have a bit of a, a, a skeleton framework to plan their whole month. We also provide once a month a Zoom training on a business mindset or business strategy, an issue that all business owners would you know, be able to relate to. So both of those trainings then are housed in the Facebook group and you can go back and watch any of those no matter when you enroll. Okay. It's amazing that you can plan a month's worth of content in just an hour. <laughs> I, I think that's the, the idea of like focusing down to just one task as opposed to making something, then thinking about Instagram and then going back to Facebook and back to making, that is invaluable. <laughs> yeah, we really want to make it easy for people and not feel overwhelming. What is the the biggest struggle that you see women business owners having to overcome? Well, when it comes to social media specifically, it's the feeling of overwhelm. You know, what do I post? How do I post? Where, when do I post? All of that. And the issue of consistency, because there are so many things, and this is the two things that I'm sharing are not about women. It's just about business owners in general. The issue of consistency of going, okay, how do I do this day in and day out and make it part of the rhythm of my business and see it as a way to cultivate relationships as opposed to seeing it as a checkbox that I have to check and be done with it? How do I shift my mindset? And that that flows from the heart of service rather than sales. If we're seeing that we're posting just to like, okay, I got to do this because it's part of my sales process versus you're actually serving your followers when you're posting and seeing it from that perspective starts to open up a different part of your heart. And my goal for people then is that it would result in consistency. With a service like you're providing, it almost takes the, it makes it a lot simpler for somebody to take the idea of, I need to spend, let's just say, five to 10 minutes a day on Instagram. It feels like you're having to come up with a lot in order to post. So you might as well make it, I think this is the wrong mindset, but you might as well make it a sales pitch as opposed to talking about the weather or whatever, because it, it seems like your time is so limited and so valuable that you might as well try and get a sale out of it. So I like the idea that you can actually have a lot of the work cut out for you and you don't have to actually spend so much time on the content piece. It's more or less about sharing and it's less of a sales pitch in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And the goal is, you know, you are moving toward that sale perhaps once a week or something, you know, where you're really talking about your business. But by the time you're posting that, you've developed such a connection and relationship with people that they're, they're ready to click buy. Right. Well, what advice would you have for a small business owner in regards to overcoming that limited mindset of, I don't have enough time? And, you know, maybe even as a small business owner, I know you mentioned that it's overwhelming in terms of the things that you need to produce, but I also find that it can be pretty lonely when it comes to having your own business. Yeah, it can feel lonely. And that's part of what we want to do with Rise Up Creatives is build those relationships with people, you know, so that you're not feeling like you're alone. But the key is to develop a system. As artists, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to artists here because most of the people listening are probably really more artistic. Mm-hmm. Systems are your friend. 
And it, it can feel constraining, like, oh man, don't constrain me. I want to be able to just post when I'm inspired. I just want to post when I'm feeling like it. And the challenge with that is that consistency probably won't be a result. That if you have some sort of system in place of when you post, how you post, how you're creating the content, we can even help you create the content and post it once a week, you know, and have it all scheduled out and so that you, you know, can set it and forget it. But systems are your friend in in this process. And uh, that's what I would encourage people to really look at. How can you create a system that doesn't feel overwhelming, but it just provides a few boundaries so that then you can be creative in the context of that system. Just hearing you talk about it makes me feel like, okay, it's doable. <laughs> you, you, I'm going to, I'm going to say you are the one who feels less, like less stressful in this conversation, Maria. Your voice <laughs> is like this. I feel like you should be reading bedtime stories to people <laughs> on, you know, audio and then selling that. That's what I think you should be selling. Every, every Willow and Bee piece of jewelry comes with an audio file that like sometimes, you know, either makes you feel relaxed, peaceful, or puts you to sleep. <laughs> that's probably all the meditation audios that I listen to. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, David, thank you so much for being here today. I would love to know where we can find you and how we can connect with you. Yeah, well, I'd love to be able to offer people that seven-day free trial. You can check it out. And if it's a good fit for you, great. It's $25 a month. If not, you can cancel and you know there's no charge. But you have full access, 100% access to all the resources for those seven days. So we can just use the URL, um, riseupcreatives.com slash Maria. If people want to go there, riseupcreatives.com slash Maria. And then, of course, we're on all the social media uh, sites at Rise Up Creatives. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much, David. This was so much fun. It's great to be with you. Well, there you have it, my friend. Another incredible CEO creating an impact by developing amazing tools for small business owners. I've only just started using Rise Up Creatives and already see that it's a tool that I can't live without. It's easy to push marketing off to the side because it doesn't always feel productive. In reality, we need to spend just as much, if not more time out in the world sharing our products. I love that David created a platform that provides all of the necessities, from prompts to pictures to the interfacing platform that lets you post directly to social media. Honestly, go look at the intro video of how the platform works. I was not kidding when I said I watched it 10 times. After you watch it, I'm sure you'll agree that David thought of everything. Be sure to visit the show notes for all the links and don't forget to take advantage of David's special seven-day free trial by visiting riseupcreatives.com slash Maria. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job 